0: Good morning, afternoon, or night wherever you may be. Welcome to the 21 Days to Vegan podcast, where we are supplying you with the educational tools you need to become a healthier, happier human on the inside and out. So today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, milk alternatives. Have you considered ditching dairy or are you just inquisitive about the options that are available? Well, today we live in a very, very fun time. You can go to any cafe, any supermarket, and chances are there'll be milk alternatives. There are plenty of reasons to ditch the dairy, and I'm not going to go into those on this podcast. That'll be in my calcium podcast, trying to, I guess, debunk the myth that calcium only comes from dairy milk. Uh, It just simply is not true. But again, I'll get into that on another podcast. So today's chat, I want to talk to you about the dairy alternatives. So whether you're a drinker of coffee with milk or you like cream or ice cream, cream, whatever it is, I'm here to just talk to you about them and let you know just how great they are and how good they are for you. And also just give you recommendations on my favorites. So many plant milks are actually very similar as conventional cow's milk, but without the negative side effects. So people are stressing about not getting certain vitamins and minerals and calcium and protein and and what have you, but most of the nut milks and plant milks, on the market actually contain sufficient vitamins and minerals and boast a pretty good macronutrient breakdown as well. So why why would you decide to not drink dairy milk anymore? Well, it could be ethical reasons. It could be health reasons. It could be just because you think it's kind of gross to drink someone else's uh, nipple juice. I mean, if I said to you, uh, why don't you drink orangutan milk? Chances are you'd probably look at me quite weirdly and think, what? Orangutan milk? Why would I drink that? Or dog's milk? I don't care what milk it is. If I said to you, how about you go drink that? You'd probably turn your nose up and say, ooh, that's disgusting. Why? Why do you drink cow's milk? They're just another massive animal and we drink milk from its teat. Why? It's... Plain and simply marketing. It's been very, very well marketed to us. Uh, it also helps that a cow is huge and when you eventually kill it because it produces no more milk, it's a byproduct of meat and skin and whatever. You get a lot from it. So orangutan milk, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be a little bit harder to farm orangutans as well. Quite violent creatures, but also they're a lot smaller and the, the meat that you'd eventually get from it are probably a- outweighed by... By the um, amount of meat that you'd get from a cow. So yeah, basically, milk is milk is just plain and simply a marketing trick. So whether you're ditching it for one reason or another, it doesn't really matter. But I want to go into the milks that you can choose from. So, what four milk alternatives do I recommend and why? Essentially, the four that I choose are soy, coconut, oat, and almond. Now, I do favor some over the others. My two favorite milks are soy and oat, plain and simply because they taste great. Uh, I love the nuttiness in those milks, uh, especially when I'm putting it in my coffee or in my tea or putting it in my oats or even just baking with it, really. I kind of like the like the nuttiness of it. I also do like coconut milk, but again it's it's just preference. I I have never been a massive drinker of of coconut milk and I get I don't know I guess I'm just biased towards those other two. So let me go into it. So soy milk is a popular vegan milk alternative and it's and it's great for people with a lactose milk or gluten intolerance. It's made from soybeans and filtered water. However, this is where I get a little bit weird and picky and I make life a little bit more difficult for you. But a lot of these products on the market are filled with thickeners and emulsifiers and sugar and it's just not good for you. So when I advise someone to try and get a soy milk, try and get the one from the cold section, the ones that are unprocessed, um, unrefined, and just more or less organic. The reason I say that is because those other little extra added ingredients are probably just as bad for us as the pus and the blood and the mucus that's found in cow's milk. Now, something that I think is quite interesting is Kathy McManus, director of the department of Nutrition at Harvard-affiliated Birmingham and Women's Hospital, she mentioned that it's high in polyunsaturated fats, fiber, vitamins, and minerals, and low in saturated fat. So natural soy products like tofu or edamame could replace red meat and other animal sources of protein higher in saturated fats. So soy is this really versatile plant. And I think soy has been a little bit harshly criticized. The dairy industry funded a lot of studies when soy started becoming popular and they funded these studies to say that soy was bad for you. Not just bad for you, but I guess kind of catastrophic for your health because it contains estrogen-like compounds and it kind of was a fear-mongering technique that eventually worked really, really well. So when I talk to a lot of, I guess, males about this topic, it's quite interesting that they always bring up the negative effects of soy. Now, there have been a lot of recent studies to show that soy isn't this devil ingredient. Okay, so the reason why it does get this bad rap is because soybeans naturally contain a class of phytoestrogens called isoflavones. When we hear the word estrogen, however, we assume that this means soy has estrogen-like effects on the human body. However, this actually isn't the case. Studies have shown that soy seems to lower breast cancer risks, but can also help reduce menopausal hot flush symptoms. So soy, I guess, has counteracted what people think, and it's actually this selective estrogen receptor modulator, meaning it has pro-estrogen effects in some tissues and anti-estrogen effects in others. So this... This kind of puts at rest, for the lack of a better word, the whole soy is scary idea. The bad rap isn't deserved and soy milk is something that I do highly recommend. I will go further into soy on a separate soy podcast just because it is huge. Soy is a massive topic. I mean, we have tofu, tempeh, edamame, uh, a lot of soy-based products, soy proteins. I want to really deconstruct what soy is and I want to finally once and for all show to you that soy is something that you should want to consume today's podcast is brought to you by clean vegan protein by body science a deliciously clean plant-based protein to nourish your body and fuel your active lifestyle while supporting optimal gut health. Made with only premium whole ingredients, it's naturally sweetened with no gluten, no added sugars, no artificial colors or flavors, and definitely no gums or other fillers. It's just a pure protein your body and taste buds will thank you for. It's available in four incredible flavors, chocolate, vanilla, berry coconut and salted caramel. Salted caramel is my personal favorite and I put it every day in my oats. I also bake with it and make protein balls. So when I'm on the go or need a quick little snack after my workout, I can just pop it in and get that nourishing hit that I need. Try it for yourself today and you'll start understanding what a real vegan protein should taste like and make you feel like. So the next milk I'm going to talk about is oat milk. Oat milk is probably my second favourite milk alternative. So oat milk is made by blending water and oats and then straining out the liquid. And it is relatively new to the market. However, in my opinion, it really is the best milk for porridge and baking and smoothies. And it's my second favourite for coffee and tea. Second to soy. This is because it provides... uh, A warm, nutty flavour that helps highlight the coffee flavours. Call me a weird coffee connoisseur but I do enjoy a cup or two. So oats, as a 100% whole grain, are filled with fiber, plant-based proteins, B vitamins and minerals, including iron, calcium and magnesium. And all in all, it's a wholesome and nourishing milk alternative that has been shown to create very little upset in people's digestive system. So this is another reason why I think the milk topic is very interesting. It's because a lot of people do have irritabilities and they tend not to like certain nut or plant milks because they make their tummy a little bit upset. Now, a massive, massive reason for that upset stomach is because you may be drinking nut or plant milks that contain a lot of these additives like emulsifiers, fillers, preservatives, sugar, and a few other nasties. So this can be a reason for that irritability, but oat milk I've found through, I guess, market research, creates the least amount of tummy upset. So let's talk about one benefit of uh, oat milk. Now, this isn't a widely researched area. But there is a fiber found in oats called beta-glucan, and it has been shown to improve cholesterol. And it also provides prebiotics, which fuel your body's probiotics and essentially helps your friendly bacteria grow within your gut. So eating foods with this fiber has been shown to increase immunity and gut health. However, the amount found within oat milk is a little bit contentious as to whether these effects will actually come into action. But nonetheless, I'm sure there'll be studies done within the next few years to to put that to the test. But nonetheless, it's a great, great milk. Any plant milk, I mean, I'm biased, I guess, because I am a vegan, but researching the benefits of plant milks as opposed to dairy milk, it's a clear winner from plant milks. Very, very little downsides and huge, huge upsides. I should do a podcast. I think I will do a podcast on, it'll be, I guess, one of those hashtag dairy is scary type podcasts. It's not going to be a propaganda filled podcast. But I'll touch on the reason why dairy isn't necessarily the best option for a human. So third milk is almond milk. Now it's one of the most popular milks on the market because of its rich texture and smooth flavor. It's a a fairly easy milk to make on your own. You just blend up your almonds and filtered water, then you strain out the pulp and voila, you're left with a really nice almond milk, which is great for porridge as well, I'll add. If If you want something that's really subtle on flavor, I personally think almond milk doesn't have much of taste so I always recommend almond milk for those who love the taste of their said item on, on its own but like the milky texture. Most people, however, again purchase pre-made almond milk and my fa- my favorite brand is Nutty Bruce. Again, the reason I really like this brand is it's completely preservative free, sugar free, everything free. It's just the almonds, it's just the water, which is great. It's not gonna give your tummy any upset and it's it's going to allow you to reap the benefits of almond milk, which are the fact that almonds are an excellent source of vitamin E, which is a fat-soluble vitamin important for protecting your cells from free radical damage. Vitamin E promotes eye and skin health and can play a role in protecting against conditions like heart disease. So yeah, choose the whole milk. Don't choose the, for the lack of a better word again, the crappy milks, the ones that are really long life and on the shelf and and cheap cheaper and low in calories, chances are, yes, it may be low in calories, but it's high in nasties and you're Tummy and gut doesn't appreciate that. So, steer clear of them. Now, the downside to almond milk, in my opinion, and market research again, is it's very, very, very low in protein, the the almond milk. Almonds are decently weighed in protein, but almond milk is very low in protein. So, unless it's just an adder to your protein smoothie or your protein shake, I suggest to to maybe not use this if you're not getting a lot of protein in your diet try and opt for something that's a little bit higher just so you're slowly accumulating your protein throughout the day because I do know that a lot of people overestimate how much protein they're eating. But it, it's just something to look out for if you're looking for protein in your plant milk, don't opt for almond milk. And lastly, coconut milk. Coconut milk uh, comes from the flesh of mature brown coconuts. It's a great alternative if you don't like soy milk. It's it's kind of similar. It's creamy and it mixes well with coffee, tea and is great in smoothies Ask the coconut flavor is quite nice. So if I do want to make something a little bit more tropical or nutty in respects to coconutty, I'll add coconut milk or coconut cream. And coconut milk is classified as either thick or thin based on consistency and how much of it is processed. So thick coconut milk is solid coconut flesh, finely grated and boiled or cemented water. Then the mixture is strained through a cheesecloth to produce thick coconut milk or thin, which is after making thick coconut milk, it's the grated coconut remaining in the cheesecloth is simmered in water and the straining process is repeated. So if you want a less processed coconut milk, opt for the thicker one. If you want a nice, filtered, watery coconut milk, then opt for the thin one. So coconut milk also contains MCT oil, which is a medium chain triglyceride. And these help with increasing your metabolism and help you lose belly fat. And all in all, it's, it's something that's really good for cognitive ability as well. However, the low levels in coconut milk uh, may not actually give you these benefits, although they're still there. And uh, I guess further studies will allow us to know whether this is super present. But some test tube studies suggest that coconut milk may reduce inflammation, decrease ulcer size, and fight viruses and bacteria that cause infections. So, I mean, the verdict's out. Uh, tests are going to still be studied intensively, but always choose your coconut milk from a BPA free container because a lot of the the ones in the market were being produced in bpa containers and that's just the the plastic and it leaks in anyway it's really awful just be wary of that and this now wraps up the milk alternatives so there we have it there's four milks that i suggest to try and don't and don't be really anal with one of them don't say oh i only like this one i only like that one i use i use all those milks to be honest with you i'll run through why again just so you can you can go oh yeah I'll give that a go. So I use almond very occasionally for my porridge. If I want to make it a little bit creamier, a little bit thicker, a little bit uh, of that milky kind of texture, I'll add almond milk. If I want coffee, I'll either have soy or oat milk, only because they have a nice nutty taste. Lastly, I use coconut milk for my smoothies or my chia puddings, just because it creates that nice little, uh, that coconutty taste. So if you like that tropical vibe billing, then go for that one. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that was just like a little nice introduction to milk alternatives. I'll see you next week. Bye.